A network of public and private cameras operated by suburban Dayton police will continue to receive funding from the Ohio Attorney General's office. WVXU reports on how these cameras are being used and their effectiveness. This is Focus on Technology. I'm Ann Thompson. Cameras play a big role in solving crime, as in this episode of CBS's FBI. ERT says that it didn't find any hits on the DNA or the fingerprints recovered at the scene. So we're nowhere. Which is a suboptimal place to begin the investigation, but I have a feeling somebody in here is going to flip the script and find me a lead. Just got a video hit on the blue Toyota. Traffic cameras, videos from schools, parks, convenience stores, ring doorbells, and more are part of an increasing network that police agencies can see in real time to coordinate their response to emergencies and solve crimes. The Ohio Attorney General's Office is paying vendor fuses to operate a system it calls TALON, or Technology Anonymized Law Enforcement Notification, for Dayton, Miamisburg, Montgomery County Sheriff's Office, Trotwood, and West Carrollton. Attorney General Dave Yost has extended this pilot program through next year for the Miami Valley. It's kind of a perfect uh, sort of place to test this. It's not so big that we're dealing with, you know, like a Cincinnati kind of a scale. Um, But yet it's got an urban core and all of the challenges that go with that. It's got population density. Uh, and it's got multiple jurisdictions. The idea is individual neighbors and businesses contribute extra eyes and ears to this system that is able in real time to watch what's going on. Yo says privacy is paramount. Everyone gets to decide how much access they want to give. Dayton Police Major Paul Saunders has used talent to solve at least two big cases this year. One was the brutal stabbing of a homeless man, as Saunders explains in this attorney general's office video. What happened was the call for service came out. The first responding officer was close by and responded directly to the scene. The follow-up officers that were responding and the detectives that were responding did access fuses. They had not video of the actual stabbing, but they did have video of the suspect who was fleeing and and his flight path. It was used for a missing child who was later found dead. The search continues for missing seven-year-old Lucas Rosales. It has now been five days. since. So the Lucas Rosales case was, it's a very sad case. Basically a family was near the river at one of our parks. The agency that patrols that is our Metro Parks Agency. One of the children turned up missing, Lucas Rosales uh, turned up missing. At that point, it was a search and rescue uh, quasi, is this a criminal investigation? No one was really sure at that point. And the area was pretty expansive. It's very, it's a heavily wooded area uh, near a river, so you can you can imagine what that looks like. Saunders says officers used the system's map interface to quickly determine what areas had been surged and who they had interviewed. It also works across police jurisdictions. Here's Yost again. Understand these are sources that we generally were all already getting information from, but it would be in the hours or days after the crime occurred. Now he says it's more like minutes. The ACLU of Ohio's chief lobbyist Gary Daniels first learned of the program after it was renewed this summer. He has questions. You know, what exactly is the type of technology used for and what is it 
not used for. That is, for instance, you know, maybe there is something out there that says, oh, well, we will use this for, you know, carjackings, kidnappings, murders, things of that nature. Um, is it that narrow or is it kind of all bets are off? We'll use this for whatever. And are there things in there explicitly that prevent them from using it uh, uh, to surveil uh, First Amendment protected activities. Daniel says Dayton is one of two Ohio cities that have passed a law regulating the use of surveillance technology. However, the city commission did give police access to the Talon Fuchsia system. Daniels wants to know more about what the five police agencies are doing. We will be filing records requests with the local departments uh, uh, that, that are using this to try to find out the answers to these very questions, because oftentimes what happens is reporters like you say, well, who can I talk to about this and get for more information? And they get kind of stonewalled. Nobody kind of sort of wants to talk about it, I think, because <laughs> you know, some of the questions that will get asked, the answers won't be, let's say, satisfactory. You says no one is coerced to hand over the private camera videos, and those systems aren't hacked, tapped, or commandeered. He says it's all on a voluntary basis, just like a neighborhood watch. His office could decide whether to expand the program to other cities as early as next summer. Ann Thompson, 81.7 WVXU.